Hello everyone, welcome to the Char Shot Gamescast. Each and every week, friends gather around and talk about the games they're playing and things going on in their lives. Stay out with me, Justin. I'm dead today. And Ben. I'm Batman. Alright, <laughs> so we have a dead man in Batman who will win to the fight to the death. I mean, I'm already there, so... <laughs> so you win. Yeah. <laughs> you can't you can't kill someone that's already dead. That's how you win. Ah! Uh, I mean, Plus, Batman doesn't kill. Uh, Yes, he does. Yes, he does. He's murdered a lot in his life. He just he just doesn't acknowledge it. People Fair. ignore that aspect of Batman. It's that whole idea of I'm not going to kill you. I'm just not going to save you. I'm save you. It's like what? <laughs> Bruce, please. Um, so let's start. Uh Justin, what have you been up to? <laughs> <sighs> what have I been up to? I haven't been here in a few weeks, so I'm just gonna try to like touch on the highlights. Um Last weekend, I had a friend over, um, a, like, you know, pandemic safe hangout. Uh, I have a sectional. We were on opposite ends. It's fine. Um, and plus I haven't left the house, so we knew I was safe. <laughs> um, and yeah, we played a bunch of stuff. Uh, a few things that I either hadn't played before, like the, the new Kirby game. What's it called? Uh, Friendstar or something. Sure, that sounds like a Kirby game. Yeah, something like that. Um, and it was fun. Like, uh, I'm always kind of a sucker for Kirby, even though they're extremely easy. But I do like the, like, the multiplayer focused gimmick of that game. Um, cause it kind of wants you to always have four people at your disposal, even if they're computers. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got, like, all the different, like, past characters from random Kirby games that you can summon and they have their own power sets and that kind of thing. Um, and like you can combine powers together. Like usually, it's an element with a weapon of some kind. So you can have like a you know like a water sword or like a fire whip or you know things like that. So it's not quite the um like the Kirby sixty four combination system, but it's pretty cool. Uh, but I just I can't justify paying full price for a Kirby game anymore. There's just not enough there. <laughs> Uh, but it's fun. I liked it. It was cool to play with him. Um, and we also, uh, did some more Super Mario Party, which just reminded me how, uh, how shafted that game was. Like, it's so good. No DLC but boards. Yeah. Nintendo just dropped it. They didn't even care. Um, but we also got some trash minigames in our, uh, in our matches. Uh, so that, wasn't very fun. All of but. the mini games are trash mini games. No, there's some good ones in that one. <laughs> but there's it's hit or miss for sure. Uh but it was kind of funny uh playing with Brooke because she had never played this one before. And so she just kept getting mad at like the randomness and our computer play was <laughs> ditty. Uh so she was getting really upset at his at his visible butt. Um so you know always a good time playing games with her. <laughs> The the rare times we actually get to, um, and then uh, Saturday night we did a stream of Donkey Kong Country uh, because yeah, it was just did. added to the SNES Online service, and um, I played it, but like I've never beaten it, and I never played a lot of it uh, because I just I didn't like it as much as the others, and even still it feels pretty basic in comparison. 
Uh, oh, for sure. But, like, he had actually just beaten it. Like, he, he, like, speedruns that game, basically. Um, and he had just beaten it a few days ago, like, just to kind of, you know, r- remind himself of the nostalgia and stuff. So I was like, whatever, you can carry me. I'll just be Diddy. It'll be fine. <laughs> uh, so we went through a lot of that, and it was kind of nice because I didn't have to really focus that much because, you know, the second player only comes in when the first player dies. Um, so I was just kind of screwing around most of the time, and it was a lot of fun. Um, I don't remember the end of it, but it was really fun. How did y'all, um, I didn't watch it, but how did y'all do on Snow Barrel Blast? Did y'all die a lot? Uh, what is that one? That's in the Frozen, where, like, it's, like, you can't, like, at certain points in the stage, the visibility gets, like, cut down to, like, crazy, like, you can't see anything. Like, you're in a blizzard. Bottom spits everywhere. Boss. The, aka the, the stage where either you're gonna beat the game, or the game's gonna beat you. Is it at the end? It's like the final. It's no, it's not the end. No, it's okay. like because we didn't we didn't like, beat it. Oh, I thought you might have gotten at least the snowbird last. Usually, that's where like that's the cutoff point because the game is relatively easy, mm-hmm. and then you get the snowbird the the ice world, uh, specifically snowbird blast because that's when the game starts kicking you in the nuts. Uh, well, and it's like this is your if you beat this if you beat this you can pretty much beat the game, pretty much. No, we had about two more worlds to go. Uh, it was just it was time to quit. I was kind of worried that we were going to uh, get in trouble with Twitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> my wife had already accidentally flashed the camera and flopped down on Oof. top of the kitchen table. Wow. Wow. Uh, yeah. It was it was a lot. Um, Very daring. But it was really fun. And it was also the stream where we made affiliate, so that was actually pretty funny. <laughs> um because it crashed a few times. Like I was having I was playing it off of my laptop, which I haven't used in forever, and it's not really that powerful. But I was like, eh, it's a retro stream. It'll be fine. We have more room in the living room. I'll just set it all up out there. And so, like, I had to get the settings right and stuff. So we, you know, start start and stopped a few times. And then I guess, like, those, like, half streams before the long one was, like, just the boost I needed to get over the threshold. So, like, while I was streaming, I saw the notification that I'd made affiliate. Um, So that's why, I, you know, I'll get to it. But I had to do a, a drunk stream to celebrate because... It, it was fitting. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was exciting. It was a really fun night. Uh, I, I'm trying to go through the VOD and pull out like some highlights and stuff for the channel. Um, and then I'm probably going to cut together like a highlight reel for YouTube. Um, <laughs> I just haven't had time. Yay. Uh, but yeah. So we played a bunch of stuff together and then this week hasn't been a lot. Um, I was working on another uh, underrated games video uh, that I put out yesterday, so um, that was a lot of my week. But uh, some of my friends wanted to play uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic together, okay? Uh, because one of them just got his PhD, and so like he actually has free time now and wants to play stuff again. So he's like, "What's something we can all play? Like that's you know pretty easy and and whatever." Um, so I was kind of, I've been grinding out that a little bit. Uh, we're doing a Sith run. Um, so I'm just trying to get through some of the tutorial stuff so we can actually play together. Uh, but yeah, the game's fun. It's, I mean, it's very MMO. Like, I thought that, you know, if you selected an enemy, you would just go up an auto attack, but like, you have to hit an option every time and it feels a little slow. Is there really no um, auto attack? Not, didn't seem like it. Wow. Like, when you select an enemy, you just stand there. 
So maybe there's maybe there's a button I'm not hitting, but I have to hit one to use like my saber attack. Yeah, I played that a while back, uh, before it was a uh, free to play. So like I bought mm-hmm. the game, and I don't remember if there's an auto attack or not. But it seems like there should be in an MMO like that. Like come on, right? Like it's really neat, and I like a lot about it. But also like the free to play stuff is kind of scummy. Oh, because it's I read the that- worst man. It's the worst. Well, yeah, I mean, like, there's some obvious stuff like late game content is, you know, money gated and stuff like that. I get that. But I've read that there's actually some, like, fairly low level, like, special equipment that you have to pay to equip. Yeah. Which seems silly. And one thing that bothered me was they randomly money gated the, um, like, toggling your headgear visibility behind subscribers. So, like, I have this, like, just because, you know, it's armor, like, I have this, this, uh, like, piloting head helmet that I got, like, as a, as a thank you for playing gift. Yeah. And it's not terrible, but I like my character a lot, like, I like the way she looks. Um, and this helmet, like, the, the way their mouths move, like, the, the chin strap of it just flops all over the place when they're talking. (laughs) So it's like, I want to take it off, but it's not worth subscribing to the game for no, like i don't even not. know how much i'm gonna play it yet yeah i so it's like uh, little things like that the worst defender for me was that uh, i bought this game at launch so i played mm-hmm. it and then i came back to it when it went free to play and uh the races i had access to i no longer had access to them and so i didn't have access to like my main character that's not okay no it's not like you already made the character yeah it was really they should just have it be like you can't make any new ones or whatever, but your character still exists as a legacy. Yeah, it's like if you own the game and they gave you access to all the stuff, like they just took it away. Like they took away yeah. the content from you that, and it's a race too. It's not like like it's a dungeon or like something that's not played. It's like a full on thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very noticeable where the free to play stuff comes in. That's where it's a little upsetting, it but like, it's a it's a fun game. Yeah, yeah. It's free um, if you're if you're down for that, try it out. But uh, yeah, the art style isn't the best either. It looks it's like kind a, of it's like a nine year old game, isn't it? Yeah, but it's definitely been updated. Yeah. Um, but I just mean like everything looks, uh, like overly shiny and also untextured. Like there's like zero bump mapping. On anything in the game. <laughs> Even scars just kind of look like flat textures on the faces. Yeah. Uh, and when you're a Sith, like, you notice a lot of scars. <laughs> but anyway, um, aside from that, I, uh, today, actually, I spent a substantial amount of time, uh, playing Carrion. Uh, the new, Ooh. like, kind of, like, Metroidvania, uh, monster type game. That Devolver released. Digital's annual, here's the indie yeah. game that's going to capture you for the year. Yeah. And it's really good. Um, okay, that's good to know. Like, it's on Game Pass, so of course I was going to try it. Uh, but I wanted something new to talk about today, so here we are. Um, It's different. Like, I call it a Metroidvania because it technically is. Like, you do get upgrades and things like that. Uh, there's no map, which kind of bothers me. I understand that you are, like, a biological monster like mutation thingy you're you not are gonna a cosmic horror pull out a map 
but also like navigating these areas without one is kind of tricky. I just like um, imagine this monster with all these like arms and eyes or whatever, just like <laughs> pulling on a map and like pulling it around with different. <laughs> I could see it as like a um, like a sense kind of because like there's a button you can hit that like tr- uh, shows you kind of the general direction of like the objectives you're trying to find, um, because like the whole point is to infest this whole like station or whatever, uh. And so, like, you find these different, like, uh, infestation points, and you, like, leave your, like, your bioform behind, and it just kind of, like, grows there, and it infects, like, the gates to the next area, and, like, after you complete all of the things there, it, like, opens up the gate to the next area, kind of in, like, a Metroid 2 type way. Um, and, you know, obviously there's things that block your path, and you have to get upgrades to get past them, that kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, so, like, you you can basically do, like, kind of an echolocation thing that gives you, like, the general direction of where those things are. But it still has them on the map, even if you've already gotten them. So, that doesn't really help, because you don't know if that direction's gonna be one that you've already found or not. Um, so anyway, I can see it be something where, like, as you travel you're kind of creating, like, a mental picture. So you can, like, reference back, like, because of your infestation, it, like, creates, a like, a biological map that's just, like, you know, kind of in your 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 monster's sensors or whatever. Um, but they don't do that. There's no map at all. So it's a little tricky to navigate, but it's still really good, and you're never that far away from anything, because a lot of times, like, you'll open up a path and it'll loop back to where you need to go. Um, so it's fairly linear, but you can also go off the beaten path and find some other things. There's a few, like, optional upgrades, for example. Um, but it is kind of weird because there's not any, uh, there's no, like, missile expansions or health expansions or, you know, the normal kind of things you would find in, like, a Metroidvania-type game. Um, there's just, like, your new powers. Um, and then as you get certain new powers, your, uh, like, your health or your your mutation size grows. Um, so as far as I can tell, there's three sets. So, like, you start, I think, with, like, 5 HP or something like that. Um, and, like, a, a power set for, like, your small mutation. And then you get, like, a second set of 5 HP that's kind of, like, your medium size. Um, and that size has its own set of uh, powers. Um, and you can, like, separate back down to small to get your small powers back. And then, like, remeld with your medium size to get those powers back. So you have to kind of, like, switch out sizes at certain points to, like, access different power sets, which is really interesting. Like, it's a a mechanic I didn't expect. Um, and then you also have a large size that has its own powers. Um, so, like, the way they kind of manage the platforming and puzzle elements with a creature that, you know, doesn't really have to worry about platforming because he can just kind of tendril all over everywhere. Um, it feels almost like a Venom game. Um, because your whole point is just, like, you're just eating everything around you. Um, but it's also pretty easy. Um, because the only thing that hurts you are the enemies. Um, but they're fairly easy to take out. 
Uh, you have to kind of be stealthy about it, like, creep around a corner and snatch them up, or, like, you know, uh, grab, a, like, a grate above them and drop it and knock them over and then eat them or whatever. But it's never terribly challenging, despite a few different enemy types that mix things up, like ones with shields in the front, so you have to get them from behind, that kind of thing. Uh, because the way you, like, heal yourself is you eat things. So every enemy you kill, you get health back. So there's never really that much threat of death, because the, the only things that hurt you are also the things that heal you. Um, but there are some enemies with flamethrowers, and they're tricky. <laughs> because you keep burning until you find water. Um, and that can be pretty tough. But, yeah, there's some interesting stuff here. Like, there's a few parts where you can play as a human, uh, which kind of slow the game down, I'll admit. Um... But I don't want to spoil too much about the actual powers and stuff you get, but they are all really cool kind of uh takes on the you know, the Metroidvania upgrade tree. Mm-hmm. Like I think of like Axiom Verge, where a lot of the powers were kind of more like grotesque and biological, uh, compared to, you know, just like suit upgrades. This is kind of that, but like in monster form. Um mm. So, like, you'll get something that lets you, you know, break barriers to get past. Um, but also you'll get something that, like, uh, like your, your swim ability or whatever is like its own kind of special mutation thing. And so it's like, they're, they're really interesting. Um, I want to talk about one, but I won't right now because it's really cool when you, when you get it. Um, but it's fairly similar to like the, uh, the morph ball equivalent in Axiom Verge, like the little the little robot thing that goes out, yeah. it's the kind drones? of like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I'm really enjoying the game. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's <coughs> gross. Like most rooms, you'll know you've been in them because they're just covered in pixel blood, <laughs> and there's like just you know half a carcass in the corner mm. and you're like oh okay i've been here cool let's go <laughs> let me ask this are you a cosmic horror or are you like a thing born in a tube or does the game not tell you you're born in a tube damn it you also get upgrades through tubes zero basically. to ten worst game mislead i'm kidding i mean they show you like busting out of a tube i don't know where you came from well, like, then, the game starts with you, like, breaking out of your, your, like... I want to believe you're part of, like, a hive mind of, like, some kind of elder god shit. That's my headcanon. Uh, it's very possible. Um, but, like, this, this game does the atmospheric storytelling really well. Because, obviously, your main character doesn't talk or anything. There's no dialogue in the entire game. Uh, there's, like, some <clears> scrolling, <throat> uh, like, messages... Like, above signs and things like that when you get to a new area that's saying, like, this area is quarantined, like, do not enter, or, like, you know, you'll know that the, that the danger's ramping up because there'll be a sign that says something like, like, uh, if it moves, shoot on sight. Um, so you're like, oh crap, like, the enemies here are probably gonna be harder than in the last area. Uh, but yeah, there's no dialogue. Everything is just from the presentation of it. Like, even when you're a human, it's all, like, completely silent with, like, ominous music. Like, it's, it's all atmosphere, and it's great. Um, see, it's basically I, a horror movie, like a playable horror movie. See, I took away that, uh, it was kind of like, well, kind of like inside at the end. Like, you're that kind of a creature. Uh, spoilers for inside, which you should play, by the way. 
Uh, you're just like this giant flesh ball of other failed experiments. Hmm. And you get absorbed into it. Ugh. I can see that, because it is just like a combination of <clears throat> eyes and mouths and tendrils. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, what I thought I, I, it was. I, I hope, I hope, if it's wrong, if I'm not, it's okay, but like, I really hope it's like some kind of Lovecraftian monster, just because of how grotesque it looks. And they The fact that you it. get your upgrades from like, essentially, uh, like breaking, like, biological research samples and like, absorbing them makes me think that you, like, were born in this lab. And that's why you get, like, the upgrades from the other, you know, specimens in the lab. See, I think, but I don't know for sure. I think that's more horrifying than some Lovecraftian monster, but I don't know. Yeah, because it's the idea that, like, you know, you, like, they created you and now you're destroying them. Yeah. Like, that's cool. But, yeah, I will say the game isn't necessarily for the faint of heart. Like, it is, it's a pixel, you know, side-scroller game. But also, there's some some gross horror moments in it. Uh, even just like the opening title screen, it like explodes oh, out, thanks. and then yeah. Uh. But it's great. It's probably going to be in my game of the year list. Like it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally, uh, yesterday, Thursday, my normal stream day. Um, me and Thomas started a uh, co-op playthrough of the first Halo game. Um. Because I just wasn't feeling Tales of Zestiria as a stream. Um, still love the game, just didn't want to play a 40-hour RPG on stream for the foreseeable future. So we switched to Halo, and as a Twitch affiliate celebration, um, I decided to have the stupid idea of drinking for uh, bit donations, subscribers, and deaths. Because we were playing on easy, so I figured there wouldn't be that much of that. I should have something <laughs> else to make people make me drink. Um, it was rough. I think within, like, the problem is everyone's, like, front-loaded it. Because they're like, oh, the stream's up. Here, money, 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 money. Right. So it was, like, five or six shots in the first 20 minutes, maybe. You also died, like, five times in the first 20 minutes. I, a few of them were flukes. I'll just say two times, not five. Seemed like glitches. But yeah, I did, I did die in the, in the opening tutorial level. That's true. Um, <laughs> but you also killed me. I've killed you, yeah, multiple times, but you didn't drink for those ones. No. I'm just saying, like, it's hard to remember what were actual deaths and what were. Me just fucking around? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I didn't realize how little I remember the first Halo game. Cause like, I played it a lot, but it was mostly multiplayer. So the campaign was pretty new to me. Yeah, um, I think you'll remember more of like the half end stuff because you said I you think like so. the library, and then like pretty much from there, everything is going to be iconic, pretty much. Yeah, well, like that. I think it was the last mission we did. The last mission I remember us doing. I said like I think I remember this area. Yeah. Um, and part of it is the you know the anniversary. Like the new graphics are drastically different, like more so than I realized. Yeah. Before toggling. Yeah. So, like, sometimes I would toggle and be like, oh, okay, now I remember this area. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, just because, like, I only played it on Xbox, like, back yeah. in the day. Those, when you switched to those OG graphics, I went, ew, God, turn it, <laughs> yeah. turn it back, turn it back. I know. It's kind of cool to see, though. I like it. Like, it's oh, probably it's just nostalgia feeling, but it feels a lot smoother, you know? 
Yeah. Uh, I thought I thought you switched to PUBG for a moment. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh I yeah. went there, player unknown. Fight me. I keep forgetting that game exists. Um, but then again, so does everyone Everybody else. has. Everybody has. Only yeah. Fortnite won that war. Only Americans have. So, yeah, our plan is to continue, uh, like, all of the Halo games. Theoretically lead, leading into Infinite. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if it's Holiday, it, I figure we get through five Halo games, it'll probably be Holiday time. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I a think few hours a week. July. We could probably uh, finish off the five Halo games by the time end of September, maybe. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but they're not all going to be like heavy drink celebration streams. Um, I kind of realized after the fact that that probably wasn't a great idea. Yeah, because uh, he knows I'm going to just throw the bits, throw the bits, right? Throw the bits. Like I want to have the ongoing like drink for a new subscriber, just kind of as like a hey, thanks, like you know, cheers, cheers. to you type thing. Yeah, yeah. But I think the others probably won't be there. <laughs> Maybe like because the you know monetarily it's equivalent. Maybe 500 bits, but yeah. we'll see. I haven't decided yet. I don't want to make the stream all about drinking, <laughs> especially since I won't remember the game then. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel like having an intervention. Like we got to talk. Right. Yeah. Um. But it was a lot You're of fun. Playing, like we had a we had a yeah. really good time. A lot of people came out. It was it was super cool. Yeah, it's a special uh, occasion, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was very impressed with how the stream went last night, even though I had to bail my wife out of the bathroom a few times. Twice on <laughs> That yeah. was hilarious. Yeah. I, I was joking with her earlier about how, like, I was the one that took, like, 12 shots, and she was still the one that got locked in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, But I think that's pretty much it. Um, I can't think of anything else offhand, at least. Uh, I didn't do Spider-Man this week, because I got caught up, um, with birthday stuff for her. So. And I don't, I don't remember when the Avengers beta goes live. I was gonna do that, like, instead. I think it's in but... first or second week of August. Yeah. Because August is next week. But I don't think it's that first, like, I don't well, think it's, it's not, the second. It's not really a week of August next week. Like, it's the... Saturday it is, but that doesn't Yeah, I think the beta starts on the 8th. Yeah. So I want to see if I can, like, beat Spider-Man on Monday, and then start Avengers the next week. Alright. That's my goal. Because I'm really excited for that game. But... I still need to order it. Yeah, do that. Get it on PS4. (laughs) Um, oh, also, uh, we played a little bit of Smash over the weekend, and I, uh, finally tried out, uh, uh, Byleth. Because I realized, like, he didn't have, um, a new character, Min Min. Um, and I didn't either, so I didn't get to try her, but I realized I'd never tried Byleth. I actually like them a lot. Like, that's a cool character. Yeah, Despite Byleth what people say about Fire Emblem, like, that's a cool, unique character. Yeah. But, that's all I got. Yeah, she's fun. Yeah. I'm Ben. So, uh, just, uh, Curse of the Moon, I know I bitched about it last week, but it's easily one of my games of the year. It's hard, it's punishingly hard, but I like, I've, I like it a lot. I like the challenge, it feels good when I overcome a challenge. I'm almost at the end of episode two, uh, I'm getting the bad ending because, spoiler alert, 
if you get the bad ending, you get to get the episode three immediately. Versus if you get the good ending, you have to replay episode two to get the and get the yeah, it's stupid. But yeah, uh, that game is great, and you should all buy it. Uh, it's awesome. Um, I'm probably gonna take a break from it for a little bit just because my balls can only take so much punishment. But definitely game, definitely contending right there with Streets of Rage for game of the year this year so far. Um, <clears throat> as for what I mostly been playing this week. Is Batman. It's, and it's Batman Arkham Origins. Um, so, I've beat it. I beat the story. Um, and this is gonna be sound sacrilegious as fuck, but I don't give a shit because it's all opinion and not saying, alright, I need to say this first. Arkham City is the better game from every perspective. From narrative perspective, from a polished perspective, from a combat perspective. Uh, but, but are you are you listening? But Origins is my favorite art. Um, yeah. What? How dare you uh, get off it, the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> I know some people who get like mad at this game for hate this game for a stupidest fucking reason. Yeah, it's, but like, yeah, it's. Fun. I, I like it. Like it's it has its problems. I've ran into them like enemy bad enemy clippings, animations not working. Um, nothing, like, big, but definitely, I never ran into that problem playing City. Uh, so the policies isn't all the way there, but, I think I like this one the most because it has the most, most fun, unique boss battles in the game, especially when it starts off with, um, with Deathstroke, which is basically a, uh, a fighting game mode where you have to read his moves and see when he's open, and that's really, really fun. Um... Uh, especially the final f- battle with Bane, which is, co- which is a, it's a stealth mission. That you have to, um, like, ram into electrical walls, which is really, really cool. Um, but also, cause this is the first Arkham game where you're like, like, okay, yeah, City was technically in Gotham, but because you had the prison walls up and every, like, thing had, like, it looked desolate, you were in a prison. Here in Origins, because it's, or it's early in Batman's career, it's, I actually feel like I'm Batman in Gotham City patrolling on Christmas Eve. And, like, you go around and you hear calls over the radio of, like, crimes and you go beat up thugs. Um, you know, just, it just makes me feel like I'm Batman. And, and the, uh, the voice actor for Batman, I think it's really good. Yeah, he's not Kevin Conroy. It's Troy Baker. Uh, but I think it's the same. Yeah, no, it's not Troy Baker. It's not, not Batman. Troy Baker, Troy Baker voices Joker. Oh, that's um, right. Who's, uh, the, the actor that's who not voices Baker, Batman. Baker, uh, the, the actor who voices Batman also voices Chris Redfield. And you can definitely hit, uh, hear it for sure. Um, so it's like Chris Redfield decided to become Batman in an alternate universe. Um, yeah, I think he does a good job. Uh, but like, I like all the side quests for the most part. Some of them are repetitiveness, a, a repeats of City. So like, that's good, kind of a bit of a hit, but I still enjoyed it. Um, but like, I just like it. And even, the annoying Riddler stuff, or as they call it, Enigma in this game, is not nearly as bad as both... Because City is just too fucking much. City's too much with its Riddler shit, and of course we all know Knight is way overboard. Uh, but to me, like all you have to do with the Enigma stuff is destroy these relays, which are easy to find, and then find these data packs, which are super easy to find and super easy to solve, so it doesn't feel taxing to do them. Um, granted, you can't do a lot of them till like near the last half of the game, which is kind of 
annoying because you can't hunt early. Uh, but that's a minor thing. Um, you know, New Game Plus kind of fixes that problem. Uh, it's but, like, it's yeah. uh, Roger Craig Smith, who's like super famous. Go. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't think of his name. Um, for some, he voices like Captain America and stuff like that. He's really good. But yeah, yeah. he's I love him as Batman. Um, but like, and also like the like like, and what I liked about it is that it didn't like while it had the same locale as Arkham City. It granted it added a new map. Uh, or a new area that you couldn't explore in the city. Um, none of the interior stuff, like the locations, were the same. So, like, it changed it all. Like, my favorite one, <clears> like, <throat> is being sneaking into the Gotham uh, City Police Department and knocking out cops because that's fun. Um, or like going into the Gotham City Bank or stuff like that. Uh, also, the fact that like, I don't know if this is on purpose or not, but I feel like they were heavily inspired by Batman Returns because uh, that movie is basically a Christmas movie. Um, and like, yeah, it's in Christmas, so there's snow everywhere, it's a blizzard, so that's why there's nobody out in the streets. But like, you have Christmas lights everywhere, you kind of see Santa decorations in the popular parts of Gotham. Um, but then like, in the music, like, you'll hear like, the, like a, the soundtrack seems very similar to Returns, like, in, in the sense. Um, I'll find myself just standing on rooftops, just overlooking the city, and just be like, I'm Batman. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and I wish I recorded it because, I did have a laughing fit, and this is the last thing I'm going to say about it. I had a laughing fit uh, because uh, when you're when you play it when you're in the Mad Hatter section, um, the cha- the perspective changes from a 3D to like a 2D, iso- 2D like 2D uh, perspective. And I was doing this thing, like uh, I was trying to get these batterings to come out. I couldn't remember. So uh, if you press RT, uh, if you hold it down, that allows Batman to crawl. I accidentally tapped it thinking, okay, that's how the batteries come out. It's a left trigger. But then I noticed, wait, hold on. Tap it again. And Batman kind of like crouches, but then gets up. I'm like, wait a minute. I can't do it. So I basically, I basically had Batman teabagging for like five minutes and I just set the controller down. Just could not stop laughing. Such a child. Um, I might just, yeah. I would never I, teabag like, in a rest- video game. Yeah. I never did as a kid, honestly. So I like I what I might what I want to do is I want to just clip it from uh, like like use the game bar and just me teabagging on a random thug and just upload it to, to Twitter <laughs> uh, or a Gotham City Police officer because fuck those guys. Um, but yeah, good stuff, Abby. But yeah, I I love Arkham Origins. Um, I kind of want to get the DLC so I can see the Mister Freeze stuff. Um, I don't care about the skins because I think the skins kind of stuck in the game. Plus, I really like the bat suit in this one. Uh, the only thing I hate is not that I've beaten the game. Batman's cape is all in tatters because of all the gunfighting. I'm like, come on, man! It just it doesn't look as good. So that that make me that made me want to buy a one of those skins just so I can have a clean cape. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I love Arkham Origins, and I feel like people who may have skipped it because mm, it's not Origins uh, or it's not connected to the story. Like, it doesn't matter. It's it's a Batman game, and it feels good to play. Um, it's definitely, I'll say this, it's better than Night. It's, I think it's better than Night. Same. That's not saying much. Um, uh, but I think it's a lot better than Night. Yep. I do like the Christmassy stuff. Like, it, atmospherically, it's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, cause the one, th- one down that I'll put on a, on City is like, it's kind of drab. Like, yeah. it, it's Gotham, but like, it's like, it's not interesting to look at versus Origins. Just having the snow and the Christmas lighting, that's mm-hmm. just enough. Like, it, it doesn't, it doesn't enough. City felt um, like such a backtrack from Asylum to me. I don't know. 
Um, like, Knight has its issues, but at least it tried to do something new. Even though it kind of d- also doubled down on the stuff that City did wrong. Yeah. But... I still love City. Um, <sighs> But, like, I think in terms of preferences... Because I, I think City has a stronger narrative, and the combat system feels much more good to me. Because there's sometimes where, like, I swear I hit the counter button, it just doesn't work um, in, in, in Origins. So, mm. like I said, there's some polishing issues, but, like, just everything else, like, it's just a preference thing. Yeah. For why I like Origins. I will say that, like, I mean, Origins isn't not canon, because there's specifically a part in a Night when I think Firefly attacks. Um, yeah, and he called, and, yeah. Yeah, so something about, like, I thought I took care of you, or something like that. And, like, yeah. that was a reference to, like, him being in Origins, and I'm pretty sure it's the same voice actor and everything. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember that much, at least. I don't even remember Firefly being in Night, honestly. Then again, I don't remember I just a lot played of that in Night. <laughs> oh, okay. But yeah, um, so, like, there's references. Like, they they notice when... Because that's the thing, it's like, Origins uses, used a lot of characters that hadn't been in it yet. Or at least, being a prequel, they didn't have to worry about continuity. But future games that bring in those characters have to worry about the continuity that Origins created. Right. Yeah, they hinted Suicide Squad, oddly enough. Which is like, I don't know if y'all remember that, but like, one of the, one of the sayings is, uh, cause you fight Deathstroke, obviously, and Amanda Waller literally comes into Deathstroke's cells, like, I got a job for you. I'm like, whoa, they're teasing Suicide Squad here? Well, remember, like, the thing then, um, that, that, uh, Rocksteady was supposed to be working on was a Suicide Squad game, and then it got cancelled. Right, I just didn't expect, I don't, cause see, I played Origins before on a PS3, uh, buy on PC, it's, it runs much better. Um, but like, I don't remember that at all. Like, I just, it may have been so long since I played it. I think it was about five, six years ago when I played it. Um, so I just don't remember it. Um, but, uh, and then there's like a Captain Boomerang reference. Um, one last thing I say I love about the game is, is the detective mode stuff. Cause like there's certain either main story quests or side quests or side or like, um, job or not jobs, but side quests you can do where like you have to put a crime scene together. And it allows you to replay the crime, uh, using the bat vision, using the bat vision. I thought that was so cool. Like, it felt like it was such a natural evolution of what you were doing before. Like, when you would examine a body in the city and you kind of just hover <clears> it in then, but here you reround the whole crime trying to find out where. Now, nah, it was never complicated. Was that um, not in But the it was city? so fuck No, you would just, like, highlight a thing and Batman would be like, oh, he appears to have this wound or something like that. You know, his name is this. And it wouldn't show you the whole crime like uh, Origins would. Yeah, they put that in Night, too. It was a good feature. Yeah, it's a really good feature. Well, um, which one was the one that was, like, hunting down Deadshot? That was Origins. Both, technically, both have Deadshot. Okay. But, City and Origins have Deadshot. Okay, I just remember huh. liking that part where it's, like, you're figuring out where the bullet came from. Yeah, that's Origins, because there's, there's a point where, like, uh, there's a co- there's a helicopter and like it get all of a sudden it gets taken out and um, Batman has to trace it. and He goes, "Oh, it must be Deadshot." Yeah. So yeah, people shit on that game for no reason. Yeah, they should shit on Nightmare. Shit on Nightmare because that one, that one is bloated for no fucking reason other than bloatiness. Yep. Um, but the last thing I I, I play because I'm not gonna talk about Paper Mario. Origami King because I didn't play enough of it to judge anything. What? Although I like the writing in the first little bit I played. Uh, is uh, Pokemon Shield Isle of Armor stuff. <laughs> um, you gonna back out what you learned? 
Yeah, I'm gonna talk about what I learned. So, uh, go to the Isle of Armor, which, by the way, uh, I have shield, so I have the psychic gym leader, or the psychic training gym leader, and I read on a Twitter post that, like, I was like, it's kind of quirky, and then I read his voice. Somebody, I guess, like, put, uh, the voice actor for James from the cartoon over his, like, his wording or something, I'm like, oh my god, it's totally him. Like, it's just how goofy he is, and I'm like, I love this character. Just because I, I hear his this guy's voice, even though he's never voiced him before. I thought um, that was a girl until they used his pronoun, and I felt really bad. No. Okay, no, no, no. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah the, the Isle of Armor stuff is... God, just, just walking around it and seeing Pokemon, like, in the wild... You know, just like some of them stare. My favorite is when like the big ones like just look at you and like and they like they like taunt at you. I'm like, you gonna do something, punk? I'm like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go over here. Or like you're in the beach, and like Sharpie, you can just see like a stream of water coming towards you. And Sharpie, it's a Sharpie. Like, oh shit, get the fuck out of here. Um, it's it's all really cool. Uh, I have Kushfu, the little bear. Uh, I named him Ryu because of course I did. Um. And, uh, like, I love this, man. Like, it's, it's so cool. Uh, I'm, I'm in the middle of, like, like, it tells you to go to the different spots to get, like, a better view of things. But lately, so far, what I've only been doing is, uh, is just walking around and just trying to catch new Pokemon. Are there any, um, like, actual Galar Pokemon on there? Because I've only seen, like, returnees on there so far. Uh, I think they added some of the Alolans in, uh, but there's no new uh, Galar forms except for the no, new... not no, not not Galar forms, just like actual Galar Pokemon who are already in the game on the Isle of Armor. I don't think so. That's that's kind of lame. Because like, granted, I could just go back to the regular one, but in the 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 uh the wild area in in the Isle of Armor is way better than the wild area in the game. Yeah. Uh, but the whole point is down. is all the legacies, so they wanted to make sure yeah. to focus on those. Yeah, I might have to just go go back. But here's here's why I'm a dumbass and I'll end it on this point. So, like I kept looking for like cuz I wanted to like cuz I love my team. Uh my championship team. They're great. I love my Pokémon. This is the first time in a while where I've had like like the Pokémon from that region win. Because usually I like a bar from previous gens. Uh, it's a good like, gen. Well, how do I? S- yeah, it's a good gen. Um, so, but I'm like, how do how do I switch Pokemon? So I'm like, fuck. And I kept looking in the house. There's not a PC here. The fuck. And I'm like, am I gonna have to go? And I did that for a while. Like I, I traveled to the mainland. Uh, back at like several times to switch up Pokemon because I wanted to like have like a build a new team up, a new team, kinda or like tr- just level up. You know, I'm not gonna be competitive or anything and i'll and then i was like man this is this is there's gotta be a pc somewhere on this island that would be stupid to learn and i <laughs> asked fool. justin in discord like hey man um is there a pc in the isle of armor and he goes you can access the wild the uh the piece the the boxes anytime you're in the wild area didn't you know that and i said no i felt like I, i'm an idiot to be fair, that's new to this game, but like it's been in there since you know. The, I don't even remember launch. doing that in the wild area in the, in the, when I first played it. Um, I it, but either way, so yeah. Um, the, the and I did a couple of uh, Dynamax raids. Uh, those, those are all right. They're not. They're not great. Yeah, 
Um, I'm still not a fan of them, but they're they're fine. Like you know, they don't take too long. Uh, even I even did one with a couple of like randos, and nothing went too seriously bad. Um, so I don't care about getting Gemantamex forms or anything like that. But you know, I'm doing one or two a day is not going to kill me. The, uh, the experience yeah. and like the TRs and stuff you get are good. Yeah, yeah, that that's what I'm. I'll do it for. I'll, I'll do like one or two a day, mm-hmm. and that way I don't overkill myself with it. Uh, but I'm I'm loving this, and it just makes me w- look forward to the uh, Isle of Tundra even more so. Um, best part is is that if for those of you don't know, it's level scaled. So like you could if you bought the DLC, no matter what level you are, it'll be the Pokemon in that area will be around that level. Uh, it maxes really cool. out though. It seems like at sixty. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Because like um, before the DLC came out, I was trying to get my party up to a hundred for all the raid battles. And so they were like in the mid eighties and all the uh wild Pokemon were still like sixty. Oh, okay. Well that's kinda shitty, but Yeah. Um Yeah. But yeah, that, that's all I've been playing. So a lot of Pokemon, a lot of Batman. Uh I'll probably talk about more Paper Mario next week because I got it. I just went ahead and b- splurged on it. Because like it looks charming and I have no ties to the first two games as an RPG. Like I really Same. don't. Um, so, like, and I played Super Paper Mario, and that game is really, really fun, and that's nothing like the RPG experience, so, uh, I, I look forward to, uh, to playing it, uh, throughout the course of this week. I'll probably be alternating between Paper Mario, finishing Batman, because I'm, com- I'm getting all the Riddler shit. Like, I'm mm-hmm. getting it all. Um, and, uh, and Origami King, uh, more Pokemon stuff. But yeah, that, that's it for me. I'm gonna shut the fuck up now. Yeah, I'm hoping my Paper Mario comes in next week, too. Justin, we should stream Max Raid Battles if you're down. Because, I don't know, maybe we'll get something good. Stream them? I don't know. Are they that boring? They're not interesting. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. See, like, we can do some I... Max Raid Battles. That's fine. I just probably wouldn't stream this it. Is... That's fine. This is why I don't stream people. You can stream I'm them. not, like, a terribly interesting streamer anyway. I have to have something fun to play. Yes, you are. I just gotta give you another 100 bits, and then you'll be interesting. Wow. So I'm interesting when I drink. He's okay, only cool. interested in when you drink. I mean, yeah. What a compliment. <laughs> Water. Hey, to be fair, you get my money, so you win in the end. I mean, yeah, that's true. Alright. Um, I have not been playing anything, really, other than what has already been spoken. Um, Halo this week, yeah. And that's it. I've just been busy working on podcasts i still need to catch up i'm way behind on stuff um so we'll head into the news but first let's have an ad break what oh yeah you weren't here for this yeah so last week i started running ads on the twitch account oh so like i'm gonna be running ads between uh segments basically except for except for uh Questions, because we don't have a lot of them. Uh, we have 42 seconds remaining. 40. I usually run a 60-second ad break. How do you, like, set the ads? Uh, so when you go to your uh, stream manager, mm-hmm. um, there'll be, like, two buttons that you could press. There's a 30-second ad break and a 60-second one. And you just click on it. Hmm. And I guess the ads hey, Tom, like, How much time do we have left on the uh, ad? 20 seconds. That's neat. Uh, so, like, if I need to go to the bathroom, I'll just do, like, a 60-second ad break instead of going to a BRB. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. 
That uh, Twitter thing I gave you for the King of Fighters thing, can you put that in the show notes so people can click on that? What, what do you mean? That the thing I put on King of Fighters about the unlisted video, can you can you put that in so that people can watch it after uh, when the show gets uploaded? Yeah, I'm gonna put it in the show notes. It's a it's a it's a news story. We have to put. They it in always the show get notes. on the show notes. Yeah, I'm just making sure. Okay. Because like sometimes it's not there. Why are you and being here? I, people need to hear about this King of Fighters stuff because we don't talk about King of Fighters. Right. Are we? Are we back? Oh, yeah, we've been back for like ten seconds. Way to make okay, it awkward. Cool. It's not awkward. <laughs> You're making it awkward. Uh, oh, man. Speaking of awkward. Um, so we got to talk about this. Uh, Ubisoft family accused of mishandling sexual misconduct claims. Uh, so for those of you not in the know, um, there have been accusations filed at Ubisoft's Human Resources Department. Ranging from sexism to sexual assault according to two people with access to reports. Interviews with uh, Bloomberg Businessweek, many employees detailed an atmosphere that was hostile towards women, often describing the Paris headquarters as a frat house. Staff openly made uh, misogynist or racist comments across publishers' various offices. Senior executives took part and escalated the misconduct in the form of inappropriate touching or other sexual advances current and former employees say. Uh, on one occasion before the summer when Ubisoft sided with an alleged victim, the company removed the woman's boss and rewarded the woman with a gift card. Wow. That's... For the Ubisoft store? Oh my god. That would be the worst. Um, there's a lot of stories in this Bloomberg article. Uh, we could read, we could read them all, but I think, um, you should read them for yourself. Um, there's just been a lot of stuff ranging between, like, Blatant just sexism and boys club shit. Um, also racism as well. Um, I mean, that doesn't sound at all like Ubisoft, the company known for not thinking women can be effective protagonists in their games and or- casting like generic white people in Assassin's Creed games taking place all over the world. That's no. <laughs> Not my Ubisoft. And, uh, or, or the famous one, yeah, you go ahead. Uh, Women Are Too Hard to Program. Yep. Mm-hmm. I was going to say that one. Yeah, that's what I was referring to with the. Oh, okay. Oh, but, yeah. uh, yeah, I thought you were referring to more of the, uh, the last two games. Women that Don't out. Sell. Yeah, like Women Don't Sell. And <laughs> oh, that... well, that, I thought that was kind of along the same lines. Okay. But this was, like, way yeah. earlier. This was, like, Assassin's Creed 2 when they True. said they can't There's, there's always an excuse for not having playable women in their games. Yeah. That's the point. But, uh, and they're only doing it now under like duress with the the gender options. Yeah. So <laughs> the the two games they had where you could play as the male or female. Um, I think it was uh, Odyssey and the uh, the British one. I can't remember which one. Syndicate. Syndicate. Uh, the, Liberations. Yeah, Syndicate. Yeah, yeah, Syndicate. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, there were a few spinoffs. That That's true. They they basically made like forced to have uh, male counterparts in those games. Yeah, and it. So you're supposed to have Evie the entire time. Like knowing this, it's clear. It's like it's very blatant now. It's like yeah, like Syndicate. Like you wanted to be like I can't remember her name. Uh, is it Ava? Evie? Is Evie? it Evie? Evie? Is it Evie? Like, yeah, she yeah. was obviously. I could the because one she's so much more interesting wife. than her brother too. Yeah, yeah. Her brother isn't her sucked. brother a whiny asshole? Yeah, he sucks. yeah, and he has most of the story missions. Yeah, it's terrible. 
You can play as her as much as you want when it's not required for a specific character, but he has a lot more required missions than she does. Yeah. And then a lot of people like Cassandra over, I can't remember what the guy's name is in Odyssey. Nobody knows what the other guy's is. Nobody What's funny is that I play as him. I don't know his stupid name. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And now with the new one, it's it's the same character. You just choose the gender. Yeah. You just, it's like, yeah. uh, All right. It's a step in the, it's, it's a step. Into just, just, into a direction, I guess. I don't under like. Yeah. You would think, like growing, like like obviously not growing up, but maybe like we had Samus and and Lara Croft and Chun Li, like these powerful, strong women in vi- in fight in video games, right? That people clearly liked, because obviously Lara Croft and Chun Li for sure. Samus not so much, at least in terms of pop culture, are like icons. But women don't sell? That, uh, I mean, like, that's obviously the, it, that sexism bullshit, you know? But, like, you can't back that shit up with logic when you can, when you make them iconic. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry, but the, the Guillemot brothers are terrifying looking. You mean Gilmore? Is that how you say it? Whatever. The point is, <laughs> they're, they, Tom is showing his French Canadian air, mmm. Like, they all have eyes. That look like predators. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what picture are you looking at? Just, it's in it's this like article. It's further one. down. Yeah, or... It's like all of the brothers together, like with champagne or something. Oh, I see why I missed the article. There's no picture attached to it. You got. And you got to turn off your. Uh, it's terrifying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yep. Um. They did recently have uh a conference call, I believe, with their, like, their investors. And they said that they're going to be more proactive about this kind of stuff. Uh, especially, like, he's, I think he has been the one that's talking mostly about this. Um, I want, I want to see, I actually want to read the thing that he said. I can't find it now, though. Uh, you guys have anything to say? I look? Are you talking about the dudes on the left, Justin? Oh, is them. that the Guillermo? All, no, yeah, no, they all look like they're all they're all yeah. brothers. Wow, that yeah, they all look. They have like, the same face, and th- that face they, is creepy. You know what they look like? They look like they look like the cast from Mad Men, but like worse, but French, like just just but French and and worse. Yeah, like just lechers, drinkers. Like I'm not even talking about their looks. Like I'm not saying they're unattractive or anything. I'm just saying like that. No, face I'm saying they're like creepy. how they're looking. Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah, the Mad Men dudes had this look all the time. Yeah, it's that sleazy, like, I can get away with whatever I want look. Yeah. Alright, uh, so here's his quote. Uh, Ubisoft has fallen short in its obligation to guarantee a safe and exclusive, inclusive uh, workplace environment for its employees. Uh, he said this in a statement on July 12th in Paris, announcing executive departures. Uh, this is unacceptable and toxic behaviors are in direct contrast to values in which I have never compromised and never will i am committed to implementing profound sh- uh, changes across the company to improve and strengthen our workplace culture um Gamal, he's the middle of five brother blah, blah. i think this is yeah the rest of this is just fluff um but i remember the thing that they said that they were going to do was they were going to award um team leaders for having more um, like making of the place uh, more inclusive to the work environment. 
Um, yeah, that's that's what I've got there. So you guys go ahead. I mean, it sounds like their problem is at the top. It sounds you know, like, like I feel it's like, like the Ubisoft's HR... not going to be fixed until the yeah. until Yee's leaves. I don't, I don't think he was a part of it. I think it was like HR mostly just sweeping stuff under the rug and not doing anything to do anything about it. I mean the the boys club seems like it's the executives. Uh, there was like, he might not be directly like yeah. involved in it, but it's the people he's putting in charge. Yeah, yeah, and trusting wholeheartedly. True. Uh, what's this guy's name? I can't remember. Haskell. The apple doesn't fall to, fall that far from the tree. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to say any of these. Oh yeah, what's his name? Didier Yeah, this like this Haskot guy. Yeah, his Haskot. They said it's like he's he's one of the family. Yeah. So like it's clear that it's the people that are close to the brothers that are most at fault. So I don't see how Yees could be oblivious. Yeah, yeah, it's true. You have to know, yeah. Yeah, it's a problem with the entire studio. Yeah. Uh, and that falls on the leader. Yeah. I don't know how you'd have to like. I guess you just have to step down. That's the that's the yeah, that's the least he could do. But but he created it. Yeah, it's his company, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. So and how many times throughout history have we seen creators of companies being forced out for other reasons? It's not new. Mm-hmm. True. They are a public it's company, like, so it, if the board of directors want them out, they can try. They are the board. <laughs> That's the best. There, there you go. It's Ouroboros. Uh, yeah, the siblings hold twenty-one percent of the company's stock and five seats on the board. It's a broken system. Yeah, you gotta get the other eighty-two percent or eighty-nine percent. But still, they're a majority of the board, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to solve this. He should step down, in my opinion. Yeah. And everybody who has been associated with him, who he's hired and has committed these practices, needs to be fired. They ha- there has to be a zero-tolerance policy for it going forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, speaking of things people were not expecting, I don't know. G4 <laughs> is back, I guess. Yeah, it's kind of unclear. <laughs> Wait, what's back? G4 TV. What's what are you talking about? Do you not know what G4 is, or is this a bit? I, no, I'm I making this a joke. A bit. Yes, I, I think it's a bit. Okay. <laughs> it yeah, was a so TV like, show that the, aired video games in the early 2000s. It was great. Uh, before it was G4, it. it was something else that was better. I don't remember what it was though. Uh, it um, showed a lot of episodes of Cops on it. Yeah. Spike TV. No, before that. <laughs> At least that. in America, it's Spike. This wasn't always Spike? Are you sure? Pretty I sure. I remember it on Spike TV. Like, I'm X-Play sure. was on some other thing <laughs> that became G4. I thought it was, uh, I don't remember, dude. I don't remember either. Anyway. That was like 20 years ago at this point. I know, it's weird. Uh, it's weird because, like, this came up during, like, the Comic-Con at Home stuff that's been going on this week. And... It's just a very vague video with like some references to the various G4 shows that was posted on the G4 Twitter, uh, which apparently still exists, and the X-Play yeah, Twitter, Twitter, and the Attack of the Show Twitter, and I think a few other places. Attack of the um, Show. 
I said that. Oh, okay. I and there's no more information. Just the tagline, we never stopped playing. So, um, like, is it going to be a new TV network? Is it going to be a YouTube channel? Like, what? It'll probably be a YouTube, Twitch thing, because no, but no. I mean. Maybe it'll be a website. I don't think a major. Yeah. Nobody does websites anymore. Those things fall apart. Yeah. No one's ever made a website and put videos yeah. on there. And Who runs a website? <laughs> Losers. Okay, listen. I realize that was a cell phone right there, but we're like. It's, I don't know. What? I don't think that would be the smart move. What about a cell phone? What? Blizzard? <laughs> what? Um, but yeah, apparently it's going to be back sometime in some form in 2021, so keep an eye out. Yeah. And yeah. Adam Sessler was as surprised as everyone else, so I guess he's not involved with the new X-Play. As of right now, they could probably offer him a contract if they wanted, if they have the money. If I don't know if he'd go back. Olivia Munn uh, tweeted something out, like an old video of her. Uh, that's who I had a crush on. Oh yeah, oh, I still you. do. Are you kidding me? Yeah, she's she's great. Um, um, I don't think she'd go back though. She's too big now. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's too big yeah. for that. She doesn't. Yeah, she doesn't need it. No. You, you know, Th- Thomas, I I equate this to like, um, forget the wrestling reference, uh, Justin, but uh, to like Hogan coming back. Like he like twenty like he's old kind of like it could be new faces sure but like just that like I feel I feel like two thousand Hogan or whatever two thousands yeah where it's like yeah it could come back it's in the it could it, part of it's in the, gonna be a nostalgia act because that's who their audience is probably gonna be and I'm like we've gone so far from what G four did back in there. They, they have no choice but to copy what's gone ahead. And is that going to be the same that people want? I don't know. Uh, so speaking of things people were not expecting to come back and don't want, uh, Bioware's Anthem reboot still exists. Oh. It's a Frankenstein monster. Um, it won't die. Okay, my scroll bar is not working, but this... Uh, oh, there it goes. But the only news yeah. that really came out about this reboot was that there's a new uh, race uh, of enemies to fight. Ooh. Um, they look kind of cool. Do they have wings? No, no they're pirates. They're pirates. Oh. They're like robot they're pirates. Robot pirates. Which is mean, cool, actually. Pirates of Bloodwind is their name. All it shows is, is that wind they're actually W-Y-N-N? W-Y... No, W-I-N-D. Okay, I was just wondering if they spelled win like wind wrong weirdly because it's sci-fi. Wind winning with the D. Yeah, but they could have spelled W Y N D. You know, sure. Just Why? To, just to be weird. I don't know. Just to be weird because it's sci-fi and we got to have weird names. It's sci-fi with two eyes. Uh, you mean Sifi? Yes, it's Sifi. <laughs> um. No, like, I'm, I'm glad that we're getting news, but it's weird that, like, this, there, there's been very little, um, this reboot was supposed to have happened already. Was it? And no news outlets are picking up on anything related to it. Was it supposed to happen already? I don't think Wasn't they Wasn't it ha- set out in, like, May? I thought they just didn't have a time, time table on it. I thought, like, their first wave of, like, what they were considering, like, Bioware 2.0 or whatever was due, like, May or June. And then it was delayed because of COVID and stuff. And so now it's on, like, a, you know, it'll be here when it's here mm. track. 
I I don't know. I'm just waiting until they finally come out and whatever they're coming out with. Yeah. I want to like it. Like, I mean, I do like it. I just, I want other people to like it and I want it to have more to do because it feels so empty right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm waiting for the new content to drop. Like, honestly, like, I liked playing it. I played whatever I played of it and like, I got my fill, mm-hmm. but I'm just waiting for new content for that game if they're making yeah. it. Um, I think a free to play reboot would work. Yeah. It's got the infrastructure already to go free to play. Yeah, it does. Um, it has like the whole, you know, uh, earn your currency to get like cool cosmetic shit. Yeah. Uh, I think they just need to do a better job with the way combat works because it's not explained very well in the game. Uh, so it's good combat though. Yeah. They just, need you just to- have to kind of figure it out. <laughs> yeah. People just have, like, they just have to do a better job of conveying of what is needed. Um, mm-hmm. Although that opening tutorial mission is pretty cool. Yep. That kind of takes you through some of that stuff. But um, probably what they would do is not totally like Destiny, where it's like uh, uh, like cosmetic skins for your guns and stuff, but more have it be more interesting guns, rather than just like, here's the same thing, but with slightly better stats. Yeah, their loot system uh, was horrible. Like it was. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. Uh, they need terrible. to reboot that. And have more unique guns or like various, uh, gun types. And then, um, wh- the things that you get are like modifiers, kind of like gym slots, you know? Yeah. So like you equip the gun with, uh, the bonuses you want and kind of like do a create your own gun system, like a crafting system. And so like they can sell some of those modifiers for their free to play model. Yeah. So they're more like consumables. You know, when you use a modifier, it's gone. Yeah. Um, this is the only, like, real way to follow this Anthem reboot is follow Austin Studio Director Christian Daly. Uh, he just, like, occasionally tweets things out. Uh, I don't know if that is, he's supposed to be doing that or not, but he's the studio director, so I guess it's okay. Um. Uh oh. It's just weird that you have, like, one dude, like, the director of the game, just like, here, here's some stuff, and it's not, like, through official channels what, uh, or anything, you know? PR person supposed to yeah, do? Yeah, like, PR people should be doing that kind of stuff. And... I feel like the game director has much more important things to worry about. Yeah. Um, if they're gonna reboot this thing, they need to, like, do a, the thing where they're quiet for a while, and then, like, Here's all this new shit, right? Like, that's how people do it, and it works. <laughs> what would be cool is if they copy Final Fantasy's way of doing it, where they literally end the world, and you get a whole new world. Yeah, yeah. Like, just like like just nuke it all, and just start over a new map. <laughs> well, that's a that lot too. to ask for. I would be down for that. Yeah. I mean, it would kind of make sense, because it's already, like, a cataclysm event. Yeah. So just basically <clears throat> say that, like... You know, essentially, the the heroes failed at their mission. Like, kind of make it very tongue in cheek of like, yeah, we failed at at doing anything. There's literal, literally, there's literal cataclysms in that game. Um, right. <laughs> so have one of those happen. Yeah. Even have it be a playable event. You can have it so where reality got blipped out, and then a new reality was blipped in. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, and then these pirates are like scavengers from the of the old world. Yeah, they didn't remember how things were. Yeah. Well, I mean, like they're they're picking up the pieces from the old world yeah. to like build their civilization or whatever. Yeah. Um. 
But I will say, like, I went to his Twitter, and, like, an hour ago, there's a new pinned tweet about, um, the blog is done and off for approvals. So I guess they're going to be having a new blog post, uh, based on, like, the feedback they've been getting All right. and stuff, cool. uh, in relation to Anthem 2.0. So, I don't know when that'll happen, but it's something more recent than this article. Uh, so, uh, speaking of games that were cast off and never spoken of again, uh, Sukiden creators announced the spiritual successor, Euden Chronicle. Yeah, that title's a mess. But, uh, Sukiden is actually very well loved by a lot of people. I didn't say it wasn't. Um, it's like a cult. I just said it was a forgotten yeah. game. That's fair. Yeah. Series. Because it series. doesn't, it doesn't, when you, when you talk, when you have people talk about like classic RPGs from the 90s, Suikoden gets mentioned, but now we're near as, like, it doesn't get nearly as much love as, like, some of the more well-known ones do. That's true. But yeah, but like, what I heard, it's the art good. style here looks great. It kind of reminds me of, uh, the, the Octopath. one. Thank you, Octopath Traveler. Okay, glad. I thought I was going crazy, uh, when I looked at it. Yeah, I mean, it's still that kind of 2.5D, but it's not really, like, the pixel characters. It's more like, yeah. like, anime art. Like 2D characters on 3D backdrops. Right. Which is really interesting. Uh, but it seems like very logical for like a modern speaking in game to look like this. Like it's just kind of evoking that same art style, but in HD. Yeah. Hey, if Konami, if we've learned anything from these past like years of Kickstarter, if the main dev ain't gonna, if the main company that owns the IP ain't gonna do it, well, fuck it, we'll do it ourselves. Yeah. And sometimes that works, sometimes that doesn't. Mm-hmm. Well, aren't these former Konami people? Uh, yeah, I believe they're the former creators of, of Suikoden. Yeah. So that's kind of what happens. It's like they get tired of the company they work for not wanting to do their property anymore. So they're like, okay, we'll make it on our own and just change the name. And it ends up usually being just as good as the original. Because they had the vision. Yeah. I think like Suikoden 2 has like army like sections. Like where they can control entire armies or something like that. And you can have a huge cast. Yeah. There's like 108 party members in that game. Jesus. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. If I ever buy a PlayStation uh mini for whatever god knows reason, uh I'll be sure to hack it and put that put the first two on there cuz I know the first two are PS1. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the third one. I think 3 and 4 are uh PS2. I Damn might be it. wrong though. I've only played 2. Um 2 is the best one, I think. Sure. I didn't really get into it. I had that in a video I did, though, about how I was probably not fair to it, but I still didn't like it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this looks great. So speaking of um, JRPGs, uh, yeah. Fantasy Star Online 2 New Genesis is basically, a new, is basically a new game. Yeah, pretty much. Is it a new game, though? It is. I'm pretty sure it's, it's still it's, not a new game. It's 100% a new game. So they say here, for starters, Fantasy Star Online 2 New Genesis will be an entirely new standalone free-to-play MMORPG. It is not an add-on or replacing the original game, which was released in North America for the first time this year. It also mm-hmm. takes place a thousand years after PSO2. It will make use of new graphics engines and revised combat systems. Alright. So why not just call it PSO3 then? Right. That's what confuses people. Also, in this thumbnail that's in the article... The, I mean, like, 
the main character literally looks like Shulk from Xenoblade. <laughs> I was thinking And of, don't tell me otherwise. I was thinking of that. And, yeah. yeah. And, and, and Xenoblade took a lot of inspiration from PSO. Um, oh. that's not a surprise. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the combat system, so like, I just found out like, Sh- Shulk? What are you doing here? When I originally saw this trailer for it, uh, during the showcase, I thought this was Xenoblade. I'm like, what is Xenoblade doing here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it looks like it's, you know, kind of taking a lot of inspiration from that. Yeah, sure. Um, but like, the game looks great. Like, that's why I yeah, didn't it think it was really an expansion, cool. because it's not possibly made in the same engine. Uh, no, 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 no. But it's also Hell weird no. that, like, we finally got PSO2 in America, and then now they're putting out this basically sequel that they're... Isn't, um... Hmm? Isn't PSO2 free? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so there you go. Yeah. <clears throat> but, I mean, we don't know if this will be free to play also. Well, I mean, my, my, my thing is that, well, like, I didn't pay for this game, but if I like it and then there's this new stuff coming out, I don't mind paying for that one. Fair, so, like, but I'm just saying, like, it's twice. it's an MMO, and then now they're like, oh, but don't worry about that one, because here's this new one. Well, true, but, like, I, I feel like enough people will still play PSO2, because, like, there are diehards for that game. I think PSO2 is more so, of, like, uh, we finally did the thing you thought was impossible. Yeah. And by the way, they were making this game the whole time, and now we get to release it here. Um, yeah, so New Genesis so. is due out sometime in 2021, so you still have like a year left of uh, playing through PSO2 if you're doing that. That's fair. This is actually kind of cool, though. Um, you can take characters back and forth between PSO2 and New Genesis, so I guess that's why they're call- yeah. they're not calling it a sequel because yeah, there is kind of some, some crossover carryover. So character growth is not carry yeah. over. This includes levels, EXP skills, photon arts, and techniques. Currency affecting the game economy will not carry over, so this includes Meseta, Fun, and etc. AC and SG are shared between both games. Uh, Weapons, units, and mags obtained in PSO2 can be used in PSO2 NGS as well. However, their functions, abilities, and appearances will temporarily change. So. But, like, it's not like you have to just transfer your character and then lose it. It's like, you can keep playing both games with the same character. Yeah, it's weird. There's just, it's different growth, which is, it's just, it's weird. I wouldn't, I just wouldn't do it. Just, it's a new experience. Like, <laughs> right. It, like, it's special, I, like, that, that to me is weird. I mean, I guess, I don't you know. You put a, these people, like, it's people weird. that play, like, MMOs and stuff like this, you put thousands of hours in your game. If you can yeah. carry something over to the new game, you might as well do it, right? You get attached just to the look of that character. But I, do, I just feel like they're kind of doing a Final Fantasy XIV Realm Reborn thing here, where it's like, it's the same name, but a totally different game. Um, And with that, I mean, like, your Final Fantasy XIV characters did carry over, too, I think. Uh, But, like, everything about them changed. Um... I do, I, I want to say real quick before we move on, I do like that they managed to fit Genesis in the title. That's nice. Good job, Sega. Uh, so let's move into our uh, showcases this week. So we have Nintendo Direct Mini Partner Showcase. And the salt flew onto the earth. Yeah, people were bitter about this, but I thought it was good. Like, we got surprise Cadence of Hyrule DLC, which looks great. I mean, like, there's not a lot but, to it. Like, the first few packs, I mean. But, but Justin, we need to get Breath of the Wild 2 or 
Or no, or no smashing and smearing. Oh no, it was a third party or, partner showcase. Shut up, nerds. Where's Bayonetta? Where's my Mario collection that doesn't exist? Also, where's the Metroid Prime collection that doesn't fucking exist? Where's your No, both of that? those exist. You shut you your mouth about Metroid Prime collection. Doesn't fucking exist, man. I'm telling you. Give it up, ho. <laughs> Hook up your Wii U, bitches. Sorry. Um. <laughs> yeah, when no, it releases, I'm going to hunt you down and shove it in your face. Oh, I hope so. Because I'll buy two copies if that's it. I'll buy one physical and one digital, just to please you, How about you just buy me Um, one? Thank you. Anyway, uh, the first pack is just a character pack, which isn't super exciting. Like, the characters look cool, but really there's one new character and then two shadow versions. Uh, I wish one of them was like a Breath of the Wild character, you know? Or sorry, no, there's there's five new characters. I forgot. Uh, Four? uh, Who's Arya? I don't remember. So well researched. Yeah, five. Okay, that's right. There's one new, like, actual Zelda character, uh, which is Impa, and she seems great, but she's kind of also yeah. kind of an obvious addition, because they already had the spear weapon in the game, um, yeah. so it's just kind of completing that uh, that triangle of weapon types. They they could have added any of, like, the four champions or something, you know, from Breath of the Wild, that would have been cool. Or I think they wanted to keep game. it neutral, like, just Zelda characters in general, not specific game characters. Uh... Yeah. Because, like, Impa is... Impa's in every game, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, and she's more just, like, her general design, almost like kind of the Hyrule Warriors style. She's not from Can any Can you play as Ganon in, in Cadence? No. Uh, the three Damn characters, it. like, in the base game are Link, Zelda, and uh, Cadence. The titular character, yeah. Yeah. Um, so these are going to be, like, f- five new ones. But anyway, uh, they seem cool. Like, it's fine. I think they're kind of trying to do the Crypt of the Decker Dancer thing where there's, like, risk-reward for some of these other characters. So I'm sure there'll be more uh, that, like, makes up the play styles. And that's neat. Um, second DLC pack is just songs. Like, you can change out the songs on the maps. Uh, but it's not new content or anything. It just changes the song that's playing. Um, so that, that one's kind of lame, but also, like... The songs in this game are great, so I'm glad we're getting more of them. Uh, yeah. But the last pack is one that has me really hyped, because it's actual like new story content, new map, new dungeons, everything. Uh, and you play a Skull Kid with the ability to switch out map- masks to do different abilities and stuff. Like, he looks yeah, like he's going to play really well. And, like, for- it's weird, but, like, the story in that game is one of my favorite parts of it. I didn't expect it to even have a cool story. Uh, much less be like a fully featured Zelda game that also happens to be a Crypt of the Necrodancer spinoff. Um, so I'm really curious what they're going to do with the Skull Kid stuff. Uh, and they're also doing a physical release of it on October 23rd with all of the DLC combined. Um, so that's cool too. And then we got, uh, what is this game called? Like Rogue something? Rogue Company, I think. Rogue Company, yeah, they're kind of free to play first person shooter. Yeah. Kind of thing. It looks, yeah, I'm not, I'm not. It's, it looks not fine. It. It's from High Res Studios. They do good work, but I mean, it kind of looks like they're trying to do like a Watch Dogs Battle Royale. <clears throat> um, it's cool. I'm sure it'll have a fan base just like Ninjala and things like that do, but it's not interesting to me. Um, then we got a weird, uh, wrestling game that was like more Gosh. gimmick than gameplay. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
Yeah, and these characters look disgusting. 2K Battlegrounds. Yeah. It looked disgusting when they first showed it. Yeah. I don't know. It felt like they just wanted to show off the wrestlers they got to be in this ad. That's true. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. That was the part yeah. that kind of made me cringe. Like, that was really the only yeah, one. That's, that was technically the only bad. I would say the only, like, eh. I, yeah. could, I don't care. Uh, but then they ended it with a pair of hype and uh, a full remaster, like HD, well, really remake, more than anything, um, remake of uh, Shin Megami Tensei 3, uh, Nocturne, is that what it was called? It was a GameCube game that they're bringing back. And then they followed that up with the fi- finally the proper reveal of Shin Megami Tensei 5 um yeah. which was i think a trailer from like the the switch launch i don't rem- was it the launch i don't even remember what was launch it was like back in like 2017 or whatever when we first saw the switch uh and there was like a brief it's just like cinematic trailer for something Shin Megami related and that was it and i was actually i was making a joke over the weekend with my friend um about like, hey, remember that Shin Megami game that we were supposed to get around launch? And then like, literally not even a week later, they showed off the game. And it's coming next year, I think, right? Uh, 2021 is a stated date. No, no firm release date, but it's just it's 2021. Right. So like, that's all pretty surprising, because there hasn't been anything new SMT in a long time. And I think this, yeah. like, unlike Persona, I think this would sit with me more. Because it doesn't have all the, like, Social gimmicks. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, this is pretty, like, from what I understand about Shimigama Tensei is that the, as the main series, it's pretty much like your hardcore, typical straight through RPG stuff. Oh. Right. There's no, like, life Versus sim. Persona. There's, there's no, like, sim part of it. Yeah. I don't think so. Oh. That, that's what the Persona series is for. Okay. Yeah, so that, that excites me. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a solid showing. Like, sure, it was short. It was eight minutes. But they actually put a they lot of hype in that eight minutes. Short. Um, yeah. And they said there's going to be more of these, too. So it's like, it's still not going to be first-party stuff, but there will be more partner showcases. So they're all probably going to be, like, five to fifteen minutes, maybe. But that's the kind of stuff that gets you hyped, really. I think. I don't know, like, I, I wasn't hyped for Shin Megami Tensei, but, like, I was like, huh, Yeah, that's, like, that's yeah, neat. Yeah, it came out of nowhere for me. I was like, whoa, yeah. that's cool. Well, I just mean, like, it's Nintendo like, stuff I, are the known properties. Like, we know New Mario is coming. We don't know what it is, but we know it's coming. We know Zelda. We know Metroid, hopefully. Um, <laughs> nah. Well, I well, mean, four, yes. four. The, Yeah. Prime Trilogy does not exist. It that does. game does not exist. It's good. This is going to be a, a Final Fantasy VII remake June situation, 19? where you insist it doesn't exist, and then they finally show it, and it comes out like in a few months. I hope so. I would like to be wrong, but until then, I'm going to say it they have exist. it in a glass case that says "Breaking Case of Emergency." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I mean, we're kind of there. Like this is the emergency. Break it. <laughs> Give it. I need yeah. it. But I, yeah, you know, I just, but like, I, like, I mean, I, like, you and I, just you and I, typically complain about Nintendo assholes. Typically, whenever they whine, but I feel like this was like the whining in this one was particularly right. So unwarranted. Like, chill, dudes. Like, relax. Yeah. What did you expect? Yeah, Clearly, like, everything. I, like, 
Yeah. I, I don't I don't understand. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, there's a shit ton of games on Switch already. Go play those. You probably haven't played yet. Alright, let's talk about the other showcase of the week. Uh, the Xbox showcase. Uh, we started off with Halo. Which is good. They needed to. Like, and it's it's been so long of not seeing anything. They couldn't have, like, ended it with a quick trailer or anything. They needed to come out guns yeah. blazing, literally. Yeah, and I can't make my Battle Royale joke anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure a Battle Royale game is coming, <laughs> but it's not going to be in the game at launch. Yeah, I just thought the whole game was going to be that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, you're done with that, so a weird statement. Anyways, uh, they did actually come out and say that uh, multiplayer will be there at launch. Because people mm-hmm. were talking shit, and like, there's no multiplayer. Uh, and there's going to be split screen. Woo! Because screw you, Halo 5. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Halo was known for their split screen. Right. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought it looked pretty good. Um, graphically, I watched it on like full screen, and like, yeah, that it looks like an early uh, build of the game. Mm-hmm. I thought it looked fine. It's definitely missing I... some, like, final textures and, like, advanced lighting effects. Yeah, but you also play only Switch games, so... Yeah, exactly. That's true. <laughs> uh, get, an, get an Xbox, then then you can play with the big boys. And then you'd be like, oh my god, graphics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, like, I think, yeah, mechanically the game looks strong. Yeah, I... It very much looked like Halo, like they're yeah. kind of playing it safe in that regard, but... Halo's great. I thought they were playing, like, it looked like Halo 1 a little bit. Watching y'all play this, and then watching this, like, are they just redoing Halo 1 again? That's I think that's the kind of what they're going for. Yeah. Like, the poster they showed was very evocative of Halo 1. Yeah, it looked like a okay. lot like Halo 1 mm-hmm. uh, cover art. Uh, yeah, it looks a lot like uh, Halo. Um, I thought that they... I thought the guns looked way better than they have been in the last few games. Uh, like, new gun types and stuff. Mm. Uh, and they also have their classics, like the assault rifle. Um, yeah, what's that new species? I know it's not new, there was in Halo Wars, uh, but it's like the Banished or something? I think you're right about that. I don't really know. Because a lot of the new weapons are coming from that, which is cool. Yeah, the shotgun looks really good, the pistol looks really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, it looks like they're expanding upon what made Halo, like the open map concept, but like now it's mm-hmm. open world. In a sense, but it also yeah, you really get full range of the Halo that yeah, you're playing. It, it on. looks like the map will be like segmented out into these different islands that you go mm-hmm. across. But yeah, it sounded almost like a like what my vision for like an open world Metroid game would be, uh, because they said that like there's certain areas of the map you can't get to until you've gotten certain like upgrades for uh for Master Chief, <laughs> like a longer and then, like, grappling hook. <laughs> yeah, and then like you'll get axe like you'll be able to get to where you are, where you need to go, because, like, that item will help you get there. So, like, to me, that's what I would expect from Metroid, like, a you know, a new Metroid Prime game or something, where, like, it's a lot more open areas, and you know that it's it's somewhere you can't go yet, because you just don't have the weapon to get there. Mm -hmm. It's not so much, like, going through corridors and stuff. Um, Yeah. So, like, that kind of has me really interested, like a Metroidvania-style Halo game. Also, the grappling hook is really cool. Like, you can use yeah. it to go places, but also just to bring things to you to, like, throw at enemies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that could be, like, really fun combat situations you could be in. Um, also, what else was I thinking of? Uh, uh, do you, do we know when this is set yet or no? 
Because I know they said uh, at the beginning, after. but like, I honestly don't know when that time is. There was like an early story trailer that like, you know, the, the guy in that ship yeah. like rescued Master Chief from space. Oh, God. So it's after Halo 5. I remember but... that. Oh, my God. I, I I would assume it comes after Halo Five. I mean, <laughs> but I don't I don't know the story of Halo Five to know why he's floating out in space. That's the thing. I went to go back he, and uh, see what the story beats were for Halo Five, and he he meets up with um, Halsey at the end of Five. He meet he met up with the thing that cures your throat when you're sick. Yes. No the the singer <laughs> Halsey. Yeah, Halsey. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Uh, this, okay. Uh, but yeah, like, and also his Mine's... suit was like w- more war torn, and like there was a crack in his visor and stuff. Like, so it's a different suit. It's a different like setup he has. I don't know. It's weird. Hmm. Uh, if people know what when it takes place, uh, let me know. Cause, yeah, I think it's a while after because they did have uh, like a date uh, set. So. Mm-hmm. I'm interested. I like his new suit. It looks mm-hmm. a lot like the classic suit. Um, and, like, it fixes a lot iconic, of the problems I have. With... Yeah. Mm, what? 117. It fixes a lot of the problems I have with Halo 1, where, like, the map is fairly open, but you have no idea where to go. <laughs> like, just giving you a map and, like, the ability to free roam fixes a lot of that, because you can, you know, you can ping an objective, and it's not a set objective. You decide what the objective is, so you know already know where you're going when you pick it, and then you just get in your warthog and drive there. Mm-hmm. Rather than it being like, "Hey, you gotta go here," and then it's like, "Where? What? <laughs> do I just drive until? Yeah, that's what I figure it that's out. What it was it's before games were super handholdy. It's like just go explore and kill. Yeah, it's like, no, yeah. Now it has a little more direction, <laughs> right? Uh, what you need when you're having open maps. Yeah, so I'm excited about this Halo. I know a lot of people seem pretty down on it, but it <clears> looks <throat> like it could be really cool. Yeah. Uh, so next up we have State of Decay 3. I don't know if you guys have anything to say about that or not. It was a cool cinematic, but they really need to show uh, gameplay because the last two are pretty jank. And so like it can, can like I... cinematics can look as pretty as they want it to, but if right. it doesn't play well, it's not going to be any better than those were. So I have no knowledge of this series at all, but I'm like, is this Last of Us? Are they trying to copy The Last of Us? Because that's all I got, because I saw a woman in the snow with a bow and arrow and, and, and a horrified <laughs> monster. I'm like, are y'all? Like, I, I, I'm obviously not trying to not start a console or anything, but it just, it, it's evoking a lot of similar things. Yeah. yeah. Well, State of Decay 2 basically felt like what they wanted State of Decay 1 to be, because that was very much like a budget title. Um, and so 2 um... was like, it was a full game. But it still had a lot of that jank and not really that many new features or anything. It was just, it was a bigger maps and like more to do, but just still more of the same. Alright. So like they, I feel like they should get rid of the whole like open multiplayer element and just make a good like zombie adventure game. But that's what the, that's what State of K is, is a, it's a co-op zombie game that's open world. I mean, you can have the co-op, but I'm talking about like the, all the like the recruiting like, yeah, you villagers. Recruit like new that's people. all that you did. Yeah, they need to add something that's more directed. Yeah, exactly. But I don't, I don't know if they if they lose out on the recruiting and like building your base and stuff. I think that takes away from what state what makes State of Decay special. 
I'm just saying I I don't want it to just be that. Yeah, okay. I guess I said it poorly. Yeah. Uh. So now we talk about also. Uh, okay. Fine. Ben. I was like, I was like, also interesting. It's I think it's the only game listed that's only you can only play this on the Xbox Series X, and it's not doesn't have uh, cross play with piece with uh, the the previous model. Is it? It it's just is optimized for. It just is optimized, but I have no idea. But like all the <clears> other <throat> ones would say, like Xbox One X, Series X, stuff like that. this one just said Xbox One X or Series X. This is optimized. So that's that's. It like, doesn't say. Okay. okay. I I just assume you couldn't play it just because it didn't list the other models. Okay. Yeah, they said Versus they're going to the other continue adverts. supporting the Xbox One for a while okay. into the next gen. Okay. All right. I'm just saying it didn't say it at the bottom. Justin, talk about Avowed. Um, I, I mean, it's in the Pillars of Eternity universe, so I don't know that much about that part of it, but it is a first-person RPG from Obsidian, um, and it basically looks like it's gonna be kind of their take on Skyrim, kind of like how Outer Mm -hmm. Worlds was their take on Fallout, um, but I think it looks really cool. Like, graphically, it's, it's fine, um, they don't show enough gameplay to really get a sense for it, but I like the the atmosphere they're going for, and they're definitely trying to evoke the Skyrim idea with, like, the character holding a sword and then casting magic with the other hand in a cave. Uh, but, like, Lowe said that he he really liked, like, the drawing of the magic spell, and, like, I really hope that's just, like, a, you know, a visual gimmick, and, like, it doesn't actually, like, to, you know, basically attuned to the magic spell, and you don't have to draw it every time you cast it or anything. Um, Because it looked like it's like you set a spell, maybe like you toggle between them, and then like it does the the symbol, and then like you have it activated. And you just use it after that. But, I don't know. I don't know enough about Pillars of Eternity to really like, delve into the mechanics of it. But I'm excited for like an open world, like first person RPG that isn't just Skyrim again. Alright, and then we got Forza Motorsport. So you racing fans out there, you got your racing game. Uh, but it's not coming this year, which is weird. Yeah, it is weird. They're skipping a year. They're just doing dirt instead. Uh, and then we got Everwild, which looks pretty cool. Still no gameplay. It's just a rare game? Yeah, the rare yeah. game. Oh, favorite GIF of all of 2021, of 2020 so far? Of the frog Whoa. vomiting fish. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was, that was, that was good. A, I, I was I was watching Max. Uh, wa- did I watch Max highlights uh, of, of this? And all he showed of this part was the frog. That's a big frog. And then he shows the frog vomit. He goes, "That's disgusting." Cuts away to another thing. It's <laughs> like that's hilarious. Uh, but I still I don't understand what this game is. Like, it right? That's my problem. Yeah. Uh, so like, I want to like it. I want to love you. Uh, rare and beautiful. Like, go hand in hand, and I'm sold. But I got burned by Sea of Thieves that I thought looked really cool, and it was exciting because it was rare, and then I was like, "There's this This game is nothing. There's, this is yeah. just a boat simulator. Yeah. It's a, it's a sea box. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I hope it's like some kind of like action-adventure game, you know? Yeah, me too. Because it looks pretty. It looks so pretty. Yeah. And I'm not of the, the camp that's like, Rare needs to just go back to their old IPs. Because, like, no. They thrive on originality. And they got oh, so stuck trash, with anyways. Xbox for so long doing oh. the sports games. I, I understand why they want to branch out now. Um, but I just want to know what this game is. And not just yeah. see pretty cinematics of it. 
Yeah, the the game, the the trailer did not show any kind of idea of what this game is. Yeah, at all. Uh, and then we got the medium. This looks insane. I like the. I don't remember this. I one. like the split screen of it. Oh, is this the Silent Hill? Not Silent Hill. Yeah, game? like you exist in okay. two worlds at the same time. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty neat. It's got a neat and gimmick like, to it. Yeah, people have said that. Uh, like it actually goes split screen. I don't think it does. I think they were showing that it's rendering two worlds at the same time. They've had and that at any a- given time it'll just shift, or maybe there's a mechanic where you can shift it. I don't know if you watched it or not, but uh, they clearly have the split screen going, and they've talked about. They said like they've tweeted out stuff. It's like our patented uh, technology of split screen g- gaming or whatever. And it's like huh. weird. I thought it was just showing both worlds rendered at the same time. Maybe there'll be instances where that'll happen, but I think there's also going to be a good amount where it's going to be split screen. That's fair. Which is cool. Like, I like that idea. Uh, it kind of makes it unique from Silent Hill. But, like, here's the thing. I'm not a, a scary game guy. But this is going to be on Game Pass Day 1. I'm playing So this. I can try it for free. Yeah. So I'm probably going to play this game. bit donations! Yeah, I'm probably going to stream this game, more specifically. Especially if it comes Ooh. out, like, October time, I always try to do something spooky-related. Um, yeah. Even though I don't go hard with it, because I'm not I'm, I'm not a spook guy. I'm not um, a spook. <laughs> but, like, it's such a cool idea, and I want to like it. It's probably one I'll try to play, like, I'll, maybe I'll do a one-off of it or something, get too scared, and then I'll watch a Let's Play of it on YouTube. And talk about how much I love it, even though I didn't play it. Sure. But it's really cool. I'm trying to read some graffiti, but I can't make out the second word, so this doesn't make any sense to me. Mm. Um. Also, we got I won't I won't say that one, but yeah, we also fair. got uh, tell me why, which is which the is life is basically tell life me is why. Three. <laughs> yeah, ain't nothing but sorry. No. Yes. I also uh, went ahead and like pre uh, uh, I guess pre-ordered this on <laughs> Game Pass uh, because I, for some reason I thought it was out like it was it was listed there, uh, but then it was just like the pre-install or whatever. So it's coming August twenty seventh. Yeah, I've never played any of the Life is Strange games, but like this looks really cool. And then we got Psychonauts two, which was delayed. The Jack Black stuff was really cool. Yeah. Like, I liked, they, they were showing that's one of the worlds that you go, like, I guess you're going into the mind of the, the mode of light. But, like, it's so perfectly like a Jack Black music world. Like, I want more games that are musicals. I don't know. There's something yeah. cool about that idea of, like, playing a game set to music. Not, like, you know, like the Cadence of Hyrule type thing is cool, but, like, where you're literally, like, living inside a musical. That's uh, a neat idea. You just want, yeah, cool. And then we got Horror Hammer, 40k, Dark Tide. I don't Warhammer know anything about Warhammer, but was this like a first-person shooter? It didn't. It's weird. It's from the developers of Vermintide. You guys know what Vermintide is? No. I it's kind of like a Left 4 Dead melee kind of thing. Oh, I don't. I, People like it. It's a big fan rock. base for it, so. They got, cool. they got their right. thing. 
Uh, then we got Stalker 2, which I'm surprised there's there, there's more Stalker games for some reason. There's, there's a Stalker 1? There's like I don't four different is. Stalker games, guys. Come on. How is this Stalker 2, then? This is this is the actual Stalker 2. The other ones were like Call of Pripyat and Chernobyl or whatever. This is like huh. 2. Oh. Uh, yeah, I don't know anything about this. This was like... I didn't even know this. This was like uh, Fallout 3 before Fallout 3. But it was more intense and survival-based. Yeah, it looked intense. Like, this trailer is very intense. And I like the like the isolation element of it. But it kind of it gave me more vibes of... Uh, Metro, maybe? Yeah, thank That's you. That's probably Metro. what I meant to say was, rather than Fallout, it was Metro. Yeah. And I didn't really like Metro, like, in comparison to Fallout. I like the first two Metro games, but, yeah. Anyways, it's real creepy though. Yeah, Stalker is back, and then we got the expansion for Outer Worlds called Peril of Gorgon. Yeah, this looks really, fun. Looks cool. Yeah, the first expansion. Gotta add the first of two. Yes, we're allowed to oh, say that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is coming September 9th. <laughs> I mean, this even says the first expansion. Like we it. It's common knowledge that there's two. Okay. So this is coming September 9th. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess it's a new planet to explore with new stuff there. It kind of reminds me of the old like Fallout 3 DLCs that were like wackier than the base game. I haven't even explored the second planet. I'm on this... Is it second planet? Because you're on the first, like the planet you start on, and then you go to the, like, the base, uh... I guess Whatever that's that thing where is called. I am. I have no idea. Yeah, and then you go to the second planet. And I think I'm on the second planet. All right. And then we have uh, Balin Wonderworld. A.K.A. the only real thing I cared about in this presentation. This did look really cool. So this is... What has um, Yuji Naka yeah, made? Uh, he is he is the man, one of the men responsible for the creation of everybody's favorite furry friend, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. And uh, also, do you have the gentleman's name who also helped with knights um, on there? Um, it doesn't say. No. Doesn't say. Okay, but basically, uh, the team behind Sonic the Hedgehog and Knights in the Dreams are coming together again to work for Square Enix to make Balan. Uh, Wonder uh, World. What is it called? Wonder World, so this was and made for it you. is very Nights in the Dream is inspired, <laughs> and I got so fucking happy. This was made specifically for you. Yeah, it's an yes. action-adventure platformer game, but it definitely yeah, looks so very, not- like, kind of floaty, like, grind-type levels. If you, um, get, like, put this, the ping of this... Of these characters, and you put it next to Nights, it's, it's Nights, with everything but gameplay, and that's because Sega's not going to give me another fucking Knights game at this point. Um, uh, which is funny because this is the second time a uh, uh, that um, Sega could easily release new versions <clears throat> of their classic IPs, but that new Jet Set Radio-esque game is coming out from the Lethal League guys, yeah. and not this game. Uh, so it's like, well, fuck it, we're going to do it ourselves. Um, so yeah, I, I am so... This is my most anticipated game next year. Like, it, easily, just because of the art style. Um, the game could be trash. I don't care. Um, I want to play it. It looks like it's going to be a solid seven. Yeah. (laughs) The best part for me 
Uh, even though I have it for Xbox, because I'm going to buy an Xbox One soon, it's coming to Switch, surprisingly enough. Yeah. And I feel like it's it's perfect on there. So I'll have to see which version runs better. So um, maybe I'll just buy the Xbox version, or if it comes to Game Actually, it says it's coming to Game Pass. Yeah, everything so here I is would, coming to Game Pass would, day one. So I'll be able to try it on the... I'll, ha- I'll be able to have it both. I'll be able to buy it for Switch and play it on my TV. That's true. Uh, both ways, yeah. in, in higher fidelity. So... Uh yeah. Um, I'll definitely check it happy. out. This also yeah, seems the, like the, kind of a musical game, by the way. Yeah. The, this this really made me happy. See, just seeing that similar art style uh, was enough. Granted, I wish it was a new Knights game, but considering we're not getting that, I'm I'm more than happy that the team is back together to make something new. <clears throat> sure. Sorry. Uh, and then we got as dusk falls. It's an original interactive drama from Interior Night. Explores the entangled lives of two families across 30 years. I don't like the presentation style. I have nothing to say about this game. I don't either. Just just that. Like, I thought this was like a cinematic trailer or something, but I'm pretty sure it's the game. Ooh. Uh, and then we got Crossfire X. Crossfire X. You get caught in the... Crossfire! 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 I never had that game. It probably sucked. I, thought... I didn't either. I just know the commercial. Oh. Uh, so, rich, this was apparently, like, like, the single-player campaign for, like, a multiplayer-only game. Yeah, Remedy uh, that I've is never making heard of. the single-player version. Yeah. So, like... Graphically, it looks great. Yeah. But I, it also seems like kind of a generic action movie... Yeah, it's like your it's like your action movie popcorn flick mm-hmm. kind of thing. But it's remedy. I mean, yeah. Um, I will say this though, it kind of gave me fear vibes of just the way the presentation was in the first person mm-hmm. aspect of the game. Uh, so that that's pretty cool. Uh, I'm more I'm more up on this after seeing it than just hearing the name Crossfire X. I think mm-hmm. we made fun of it when we heard about that. It's a very generic <laughs> title. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I'll be playing the single player and then not playing them all. So uh, the single player is not coming to game Game Pass. There's a there's a stinger at the end that Ooh. says like Crossfire itself is coming to Game Pass, but the single player is its own mode. I'll just wait for a sale. Yeah. Uh, and then we have the gunk. This looks cool. Yeah. It's like Steam World Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> I just would, part of me wishes it was an actual Steam World game, but that's fine. Yeah. I mean, they gotta get away just from Steam World eventually. U- They've been. Yeah, but they're building their universe. I know. I mean, this could be in that universe, though. It's just not a Steam World. It game. could be. You're, you're right. You're, you're absolutely right. Cause this character kind of like, you know, cool. the, the mechanical elements of it kind of seem. Yeah. Interesting. But yeah, what what if this is the blue the blue light from Steam World Dig from Steam World Dig Two? See, this is its origin story. <laughs> By the way, play Steam World Dig Two for the greatest character uh, side character of all time. Yes, blue little asshole. So cool, <laughs> sassy blue little asshole. I love it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I love that they're making a 3D adventure game, and it looks super cool and unique. Again, yeah, pretty it's... generic title, but I want to know what it is. I wish it was like Duh Gunk, like D A. That's worse. Not the. No, I think it's cooler. Uh, what a call. And I like this main character. Like, good for them. She's very <laughs> unoriginal. 
Or, sorry. Wow. She's very untraditional. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> unoriginal. Damn. I was trying to say original. <laughs> Hold on. Stop laughing. I realize I goofed. I was trying to say original and untraditional. But I just combined them instead. We would like to give you a game code, but one of your co-commentators said that our main character was unoriginal, so we're going to decline uh, giving you any game codes. Uh, it's going to be on Game Pass. I don't need their code. Alright. Damn! Burning the bridges even more! <laughs> <laughs> but also, I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. Alright, and then they say uh, Destiny 2 is coming to Game Pass. It's going to have all of the expansions that uh, that came out already, including Beyond Light. Wow. That's huge. That's, pretty, yeah. that's a big move. We talked about it on the, the Voices cross- of Vanguard, but if you guys have anything to say, I'll let you guys say it. Is it cross... Hold on. Is Destiny 2 cross It's cross-save, um, not oh, cross-play. Okay. Oh, yeah. So you can right. bring yeah, your save say, over you to PC. finally together. Is Xbox and PC cross-play? No. Okay. I think this is going to uh, PC Game Pass, though. Okay. So my Steam save, like my my PC Destiny 2 character should still work. It should. You just need, uh, you probably just need to link it to your Xbox account. Yeah. But I have no idea. Um, Yeah, this is big news. Because I'll probably jump back in with Beyond Light. I love Cryo stuff. Yeah, and you're, you seem like you're mostly interested in just like the story. And stuff. Yeah. yeah so. After the story, I kind of check lore. out. Uh, and then we also got Dragon Quest Eleven S coming to uh, Game Pass. Later that was a surprise. Later this year, December fourth. Yeah, the first Dragon Quest on an Xbox console. I think. Uh, I mean, I think the original was or Eleven was already on there, wasn't it? Or no? Mm. Was it? No, I don't think so. I know it was on PS4. I don't think it was on Xbox. Okay. I don't think it was because it was a big deal when it came to Switch. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I'm really excited about this. I'm sorry then, but the it, it, the lack of anti-aliasing really hurts me when I play that game. <laughs> but I'm excited. You to, know, what? I'm not really I'm excited upset. to play this in all of its beautiful glory, though. Yeah, me too. Be- um, beautiful in Switch too. Yeah, like I, I it's surprising like how much Xbox is crushing it with the RPGs. Yeah, like especially some exclusives like Avowed. And some yeah. of the Japanese stuff, like PSO2 and this now. Right. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, interesting. Just, yeah, I'm just really happy that more people can play, like, the best version of Dragon Quest. And then, by the way, Dragon Quest Eleven is not uh, is not just coming to Xbox One. It's also coming to PS4 as well, yeah. and PC regular, like, regular without Game Pass. Yeah. So, mm. um, Steam. Yeah. It's, I'm glad, because this is the best version of the game, and it's the version that made me fall in love with the series, so. I'm not super surprised that this was like a timed exclusive on Switch, but it's still surprising it's coming to Xbox. Yeah. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. Uh, uh, there do you want to talk about these, these indies? Yeah, do you want to talk about these indies or no? Echo Generation, I didn't understand at all. It looked like, like a, uh, Stranger Things game in voxel form, but then it ended up being its own thing, and I was like, why? This should just be a Stranger Things game. It even has the music. <laughs> uh, so that... Uh, I didn't really get that. Hello Neighbor 2, like, I never played the original, but that it's trash. trailer was creepy. First one's trash. I'm sure it is. And this one probably is too, but like, why did they lean into the horror? I, d- I did not expect that to be Hello Neighbor 2. 
I mean, that's um, what the first one was, wasn't it? Like you were... first one was trying to be horror. It's not. Was it? I thought it was just like a Dennis the Menace type thing where you're like sneaking into no, your neighbor's it, house. It, no, it's like kind of horror. It's stupid, it's like a though. Satanist oh. or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have no Point idea. Is, I've never played bad... it. I watched people try to play it. Yeah, it's a bad video game. It's not a good video game. Fair enough. And then there was this Exo Mecha thing that I already forgot what it was. Uh, mech shooter. Looks kind of cool. I don't remember this at all. But why aren't you in the mechs? You're just a guy watching mechs fight. That's not fun. I want to be the mech. <laughs> Great. Uh, so let's talk about the big reveal at the end of the of the showcase. Yeah. Fable exists, and it's being made by Playground Games. Surprising no one, because that was... That was the rumor. Like, leaked a while ago, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it is surprising that it's just, like, a straight-up reboot. Like, they're just doing Fable again. It's just called Fable. Yeah. I mean, the trailer's nothing. It's a cinematic reveal trailer. Yeah. But it's got the quirky humor that Fable is known for. A frog eating so a fairy. That. Yeah. What humor? The frog eating a fairy. Come on. It's funny. Sure. I mean, it's, it's like, it's evoking that idea they always have with like the, you know, the magical and mythical isn't that special. Like, there's still just, no, you know, everyday predators out there that are gonna, that don't care that you're some magical creature. Mm. Like, they're focused on chickens, for example. <laughs> Yeah, uh, this, yeah, this was just here to tell you that, hey, Fable exists, and that's yeah. all, and, and it got its message across. Mm-hmm. So, cool. But again, that's another exclusive RPG coming to Xbox. Yep. Yeah. Sorry, Xbox fans. Yeah, you you never played any of the Fable games, so you don't know what it's really like. I guess, but I, just visually I know it looks like ass. It doesn't look great. I had Fable 3 still, I think, from Xbox 360, like on the, you know, the backwards compatibility or whatever. And I tried to boot it it up, and I was like, this is gross. It just looks too bland. Looks too generic, doesn't have any flair. It's too British. Yeah. I really liked Fable 2, but, like, I don't remember how it looks. I just remember enjoying playing it back in the day. Yeah, same. Xenoblade is is British as, as fuck, and I love that game. Alright, uh, I really love two. Huh. Yeah, so I guess. Good. Three didn't stack up. Anyways, that's it for, uh, Xbox Showcase. And now let's move into the fighting game showcase with Ben. So yeah, there's some, uh, these are, these, these were given to me by, uh, a top FGC influencer. I will not reveal their name. <laughs> Because I don't want my bridges broken, unlike a certain other person in this, uh... You don't break the bridges, uh, you burn call. them, stupid. Um, <laughs> same thing. So, uh, KOF, King of Fighters 15, we heard about it last year, we kind of haven't heard anything. But there's been, uh, this is a leak, so I'm gonna say this out, this is 100% val- uh, val- 100% valid. Uh, on there, I'm staking my personal stake in this website for it. Putting your reputation uh, so on the is, line. Here are the details. Here are the details that we know officially for KOF 15. Uh, no idea when they're going to release them, but this is what we know, so technically it's going to be out there. Uh, first off, V3v3 based. What? 
Okay. It's never been 3v3 before. Second, it will have an online mode. Okay. What? Then, it's going to have uh, characters from uh, SNK franchises like Fatal Fury, Ikari Warriors, and Art of Yo, Fighting. Yo, Art of Fighting? That old-ass SNES yeah. game that no one's ever played? Yeah. And here's the coup d'etat, because I've been wanting to say coup d'etat for nearly two hours. <laughs> um, it's going to feature Terry Bogart from Super Smash Bros. Terry, the you coolest fighting game character of all time? Yeah. Terry from Bogart. Smash? And if you click the show notes, there's going to be an exclusive trailer that's for some reason SNK has unlisted. But if you click our show notes... You're going to get an exclusive trailer. Now, you have to promise not to tell anybody about this. But share with your friends. So, yeah. Like, for King of Fighters 15? For King of Fighters 15. Hmm. 3v3. Online mode. A dozen of of SNK characters. And Terry Bogard from Smash Brothers is going to be in the game. That's exciting. That's super exciting. I don't believe it. Again, click a tra- click in the show notes for an exclusive trailer. Uh, hopefully, SNK will actually show it to the public. But uh, again, Top FGC influencer gave it to me, so it's gonna be there. So there you go, boys. At uh, KOF fifteen is the lie. Hopefully, the netcode is actually good. Uh, all right, so that's it for our show tonight. We got no questions. Uh, so, Justin, where can people find you? You can find me if you look for Zero Score on Twitter or YouTube or Twitch. Um, I already talked about Twitch plenty, but I did put out a new underrated games video this week. So check that out. It's part three. I, th- I think I'm starting to get tired of these. Um, if you, if you can't tell from the video. Uh, but wherever you want, just, you know, go to Twitter or whatever and suggest more games for me to play and make sure they're good. And Ben? Twitter.com slash Marvelous Ziggy for all things concerning the Marvelous one, including all your King of Fighters 15 leaks. <clears throat> um, and also, uh, check out Atomic Shot, um, the Godzilla podcast that me and my buddy Tyler do for this very website. Uh, this past episode that was just released was King Kong versus Godzilla. Uh, the, ti- the titular clash of East versus West has finally happened. Uh, and then the episode that's coming up after that is Mothra versus Godzilla, or as it's known in America, Godzilla versus The Thing. Yes, that's what, what it's called. Thing? Um, yeah, it's called The Thing in America wow. when it was first released. Um, so yeah, go listen to that. We really had fun, uh, recording those, uh, uh, so there you go. This is your next, uh, King Kong vs. Godzilla is out now. And God's, Mothra vs. Godzilla will be the next one. Uh, thank you for anybody who's listening. Uh, it's have, me and Tyler are having a lot of fun, uh, just talking Godzilla. We're almost at the halfway point of the season one, but we're getting there. And I appreciate anybody who listens and, uh, thank you for any support. And you can find me, your host Thomas on Twitter, CSG Thomas. Also, we're here at Game Play Stuff. Where we stream this show live every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. And we also do Voices of the Vanguard Thursdays around 6.30 to 7 start time uh, Eastern. And uh, visit charshot.com for audio, video, and written content such as uh, Ben's Atomic Shot and me and Ben also do wrestling shows. And uh, you can email me. And we watch Batman movies. Yeah. And uh, you can email me, thomas at charshot.com. 
If you want to be a guest on one of my shows, you can let me know. And review us on Apple Podcasts and anywhere you get podcasts. And until then, guys, enjoy your games and have a good night. Bye. Wash your hands. Wear your mask.